What's going on, Trophy Kids? We've got an awesome show for you this week. We're talking every NFL game, giving out our picks, and then we're finalizing with our cards at the end, which I went 5-1-1 one, one last week. No big deal. We're also talking about the two big signings in the NFL, and it's the return of Michael. Now, I do want to apologize. The audio is a little rough. I used Skype this week, which is on me. We cleaned it up a little bit, so hopefully you can still enjoy it. It's a great one. So let's go. And welcome to Trophy Kids presented by Bad News Media. It is October 31st. We're actually recording this on a Thursday night. Got a special return. The return of Michael. How are we doing today, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Good to be back. Doing great. Very excited about this. We got a lot of good football games to talk about. And it's nice to have you back. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> Should be good. We're going to do a little cleanup. It's a normal NFL show. We're focusing on the NFL. We're going to talk about every game where the lines are at, over-to-unders, give out picks, then give our cards. But there's a couple house-cleaning items we got to get through as far as NFL news. And I think the – it's definitely not the biggest game-changer, potentially, but probably the most interesting news of the week. Des Bryant getting signed by the Baltimore Ravens to be on their practice squad right now. So he's still got to make the roster. But every time I see one of those signings, I immediately go, oh, this is fucking awesome. And then I have to remember, like, oh, wait, he hasn't played in three years and hasn't been, like yeah. – an eligible player like he would have been signed had he been really good but do we think there's any chance he makes an inf- impactful signing i guess is how i'd phrase it uh i mean i can't see it being impactful i mean even with a team that doesn't have the best wide receiver core in baltimore um but it's just like we're talking about it because he's dead and he's a polarizing figure he's he was at one point an awesome player but he wasn't even he was fine his last three years in the league but he hasn't even played in three years since he was fine yeah <laughs> so like, i mean the last time he was really good was in 2014 so i, I can't see him making a big impact but it, i mean i i know what you mean like you react like oh des is back like it's exciting but i don't i don't see anything happening of it i don't either i think i it- don't either could be a situation where he's obviously going to be the biggest wide receiver on that team because they decided to draft the smallest guys at the position, but they all can fly. Um, So he adds him a little bit of a body, but I don't know. I think he could probably be what I, I don't think he's going to be awesome. And my concern is like, we've seen this with guys who have come back and there's a reason they hadn't been signed, but they're just old and they've lost a step. AKA Jason Winton looking like a robot every time he plays. Um, I'm thinking like five yard hitch routes that little Lamar's scrambling around, he's good for, you know, getting to the first down marker maybe. But do I think he's going to be explosive? Probably not. I mean, it's been forever since we've seen him play. But they need to do something because the Ravens, and we'll get to their game, that offense is struggling. Like, I can't pinpoint it just yet, but, like, it is. I mean, well, you sort of can. Lamar's not playing up to where he is. The whole offense isn't playing as well. They're not running the ball down people's throats like they used to. They need to try to do something, and you might as well go take a flyer and a guy who's going to be fresh at least. There's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You look at that. He'll be fresh. You may as well take a flyer on someone. I agree. Um, it's just concerning because back in 2016, 2017, the concern with Des was that he lacked separation, and then he went and he's then out of the league. He goes and gets signed by New Orleans, then tears his Achilles. It's like, I well, he already lacked separation. Now he's coming yeah, now he's coming back from a torn Achilles. He's like 32. Uh, uh, but yeah, could he could he probably body someone up and catch a five-yard pass, be a red zone target? Yeah, probably. And like you said, other than Mark Andrews, they got no size on, on that uh, receiver. 
It's shockingly so. Yeah. Like, you look, I turn on every one of their games. I'm just like, who the hell is out? I mean, I know who's out there, but, like, <laughs> size-wise, you can't see them. Like, it's yeah. it's embarrassing. Um, so yeah. they had to do something, which is also what the second signing, trade, really, not signing, another team that had to do something. The Seattle Seahawks have traded for Carlos Dunlap, which is a very good signing. Sucks for Bengals fans because he is the all-time sack leader for the Bengals, I believe. Yeah. Uh, he's been a staple of that team forever on the defensive side of the ball. But Seattle needed to do something. They needed to get a guy to help that defense a little bit because it is it's in a bad spot. That might be one of the worst defenses I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that defense is terrible. And just like with what they their expectations are, you're right. They had to do something because can, can Russell really survive? every single game and like every single game in the playoffs it's hard to believe that um so yeah they had to do something i think it's a good signing um, i agree that it's or a good trade or whatever i agree that it's it's kind of a sad breakup because Dunlap was so beloved there and it just it, and it's like as ugly i mean he's putting his house on still on twitter <laughs> like i mean it was one of the ugliest breakups I've ever seen. He's tweeting out pictures of the rotation board from like the Friday yeah. night meeting. He's fucking blowing up on the sideline, which, and he's a guy who was ride or die for Cincinnati. And you, right. you, like, the Bengals were never like a team that wasn't without controversial play. And he's not a controversial player, but I'm saying like they didn't weren't always without somebody who could create havoc from that standpoint. But Marvin Lewis seemed to do a very good job of keeping it all kind of reined in. And Zach yes. Taylor does not seem like he's got both hands on the wheels right now. Um, but for Seattle, this is huge because, like, it doesn't solve all their problems because they got a lot of problems. But if you have a bad passing defense, the one thing that's going to help it is if you can get to the quarterback and you can speed up the clock of an opposing quarterback. So from that aspect, it's kind of nice. I take the mentality, like, if, if I'm the Seahawks, I'm just trying to bring heat on every play and outside of maybe Kyler Murray when you play the – Cardinals because he fucking darts around the field. Um, I was thinking about it. He's like a sort of off topic. Kyler Murray mm -hmm. is like a he. It's a everybody likes to compare every fast quarterback, but I, the analysis would be for me like a Mike Vick in the sense of like he's not always the most accurate. He's way better arm talent. Like not that yeah. comparison, but like his zero right. to sixty speed is insane. It's insane. But he's weirdly like inaccurate at times where you expect him to hit something and he just misses a guy like a wide open guy that running down the seam and just whips completely on it um so he reminds me from that part where he might get it put together but god is he fucking good um he's so good which is he's off so topic. Fast. he's so fast. I, it was off topic but dude his 10 yard burst like his burst is just it's like 10 yards boom it's like first down it's first insane first down. it's like, like, like whoa he's there okay like, <laughs> Yeah, he's fast. <laughs> if you don't set the edge, you are so fucked. Um, yeah. yeah, he's impressive. The whole that whole division is a nightmare. I don't know. This is also sort of off topic, but like Seattle had to do something because like that whole division. Oh, it's so nasty. I don't know what you do. Like, like you have everybody can play offense. Maybe not the Rams. Ah, eh, they're there. They're getting there. McVay's starting yeah. to hit his mid-season stride. I think. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. and but they all can play defense. Like they're all good. Like nobody's bad in the division. Like. The, no one. Yeah, like they're bad, but they're not. You get what I'm saying. Like the whole division is oh. got depth. <laughs> yeah, it might be yeah. one of the best combination of a division I've seen as well in a while. Like it's yeah, they're it's, all put together. It's, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of talent, but I guess that's also. Oh, here we go. And just amazing coaching. That's coaching. the other thing. 
unbelievable coaching. Like who yeah. Cliff Kingsbury, I don't officially know where I stand with him, but like he's competent. Like you put he's him creative. in creative. Yeah, he's yeah, creative. No. He's competent. Yeah. Like you put him in any other division, he's good. And then the rest of that, it's like you got McVay, oh. Pete Carroll, and Kyle or Kyle Shanahan. Jesus. Yeah. Um yeah. all potential Hall of Fame coaches right there. Yeah. <laughs> One for sure in Pete Carroll. And the other two, right. I would assume are on the road there. <laughs> it's gonna be so. you're driving off a cliff if they're not. Um You wanna know a fun fact because I the race for MVP has been obviously dominated by Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. and I am a Bucks homer, obviously. But my yeah. Tom, my boy Tommy Brady, yeah. through seven weeks, the highest grade P, uh, Pro Football Focus has for quarterbacks: Russell Wilson ninety four point nine, Aaron Rodgers ninety two point four, Tom Brady ninety one point six. The man oh. since week three is four and one, fifteen TDs, which is first, fifteen and one TD to interceptions, and fourteen. Thousand yards, or not fourteen thousand? Jesus, fourteen hundred. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to think. About that. I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute! I don't think he had that." <laughs> fourteen hundred. Jesus. <laughs> fourteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. But Tom, for real, has been. He's been on fire recently. Yes. He is coming for that MPV trophy. I don't I don't think he's there. I'm going Aaron Rodgers at this point in the season if it ended today just cuz I think yeah. He's doing outside of the Bucks game. He is phenomenal with the with the ta- he's been without his best wide receiver for most of the season. Now Aaron Jones is all banged up and he's fucking yeah. slinging it. Um yeah. Let's get to the some games though. We got some good ones this week. Let's start with the Thursday oh, yeah. night game. We're recording on Thursday so this game will have already been ha- will have already happened by the time we come out. I gave my pick to Thursday on Instagram, but this is a fascinating game. The lines actually yeah. moved to one and a half. It was at two and a half when I got it. Over-unders at 51. Where are you at with both these teams? Because they're, they're interesting. <laughs> I, it always, I always get very excited when the line moves in my favor and it moves in a way that I'm not like expecting. This one moved the way I wasn't expecting. I mean, Carolina's played really well, and Atlanta is, I mean, they keep, they love finding ways to lose. I mean, <laughs> so I just, I, how could I not take the Panthers? I mean, it's, it's true. I don't know how they have a, a horrendous defense. They, they, their offense has talent, but they can't, they can't put it all together. Um, and just it's so bizarre how I know he's gone now, but how they hired Dan Quinn and just the defense like got progressively worse. I don't understand. Way worse. <laughs> I, I'm all over the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, um, like Dan Quinn is. This is a big insult to him, but he's essentially like the Adam Gase of defenses, where like Adam Gase brought in to be an offensive guy. The offense has gotten progressively worse wherever he's went. Dan Quinn yeah. hired as a defensive guy. The defense got way worse in Atlanta. And for a while, he had the excuse of, like, oh, they're banged up. But, like, no, they're just terrible. I could not yeah. believe. I knew their secondary was bad. I knew it was, like, Ryan Gosling liability and remember the Titans bad. But I looked at the numbers. They're giving up 344 yards through the air. That's absurd. <laughs> that's, that's so just bad. That, that's that's just that team when you're when you're on that team with the struggling quarterback, you're just looking ahead at that schedule. You're just circling that in the game. You're like, we're getting right here. It's the get right game right here. Fuck like, yeah. yeah. If, that's terrible. If you're looking for a fantasy starter for a week, 
because your guy's on a bye. You might want to pick up whoever's playing the Falcons. Like, that is so bad. There there are some some teams this year that cannot defend the pass at all. Um, Seattle, Dallas, uh, Jacksonville, uh, Minnesota. There are some teams that this year cannot defend the pass at all. Terrible. Um, I was on Carolina. There, I've never seen a – well, I can't say never, but, like, when Christian McCaffrey went down, he is the most versatile player in football right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is your offense essentially going into this season, but they've definitely missed a step, but it's not – like, they haven't taken two steps back. Like, they're still solid. They're still competent. They do everything yeah. good. Like, they do nothing, I would say, exceptional, except for covering. They're a covering machine. Um, but they do everything good, which, honestly, if you're consistent, that's how you can win a lot of games in the, in the National Football League because most teams are week to week. It feels like in the National Football League. So if you can find some consistency, you're going to be able to pick up some games here and there, um, like they have. I mean, they're three and four right now without their best player and most versatile offensive weapon, which is impressive. Right, very impressive. Yeah, Matt Rule gets a lot of credit, no doubt. Joe Brady's about to be a head coach next year too. Like he's next that, boy that wonder. <laughs> you yeah. know he's about to be the next boy wonder. Um, yes, which I'll be interested to see. All right, moving on. Next game I have on the board, Rams-Dolphins. Minus three and a half, Rams are favorite. Over-unders, 46. This game, this line makes no sense. When I was looking at it, I have zero idea what's happening in Vegas. Like, is the dude drunk at the control switch? Like, what is happening here? Uh, This is my lock of the week. (laughs) I don't know how it can't be. Uh, It's to his his first game ever, and he's playing Aaron Donald. And I think one of the highest-scoring defenses, too. Yeah, that 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 that's 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 the that's the lock of the weekend for me. The Rams all over Rams. I, was, I could not believe it when I saw it. I double checked it with another book to be like, is my book just like drunk? Like, what is happening? Um, it's the craziest line I've ever seen. Like, don't get me wrong, the Dolphins have been frisky this year, but that's with Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who knows what we're gonna get out to a a guy who had, I mean, a decade or two ago would have been a career-ending injury. Um, yep. He's a left-hander. They tend to struggle in the NFL just the way it is because it's a different adjustment for wide receivers. Getting the ball, tracking the ball coming from a left-hander is different from a right-hander. That usually takes a couple games to get used to or practices. He hasn't played yet starting. And Brian Flores down there, hell of a football coach, I think, because oh, yes. that cupboard is bare, and they are very competitive. But the Rams are good. Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> this is absurd. Like, I know the offense has been a little staticky, but, like, their defense is very good. Um, so I'm with you. I have Rams here. I don't know about the over-under. I'd probably go under because, like, God only knows. Maybe Tua comes out and slays it, but uh, it's I don't hard. think so. Yeah, it's just hard to believe that. Yeah, and just it's got to be Rams. I know the Rams have only beat the NFC East and the overrated uh, Chicago Bears, but I, I don't care. I, I, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Um, next game, Colts-Lions. Minus three. The Colts are favored. Over-under is 50. I thought the Colts were good, and I still think they're okay football team. But then you got the Lions on the other hand. I don't I know. know what to make of this game. Like, <laughs> I, I hate this game. Phil Rivers looks like he's trying out for the shot put team every time he goes back to throw a pass. And the Lions, I mean, it's like holding on to a stick of butter. Like They can't hold on to a lead themselves. <laughs> The Lions, in my opinion, they have a little bit of the Atlanta Falcons in them, and it's funny that they just had the 
ridiculous game they just had this past weekend. Um, the Lions have the little Falcons in them. They, they can't find ways to win. They can only find ways to lose. However, I still don't. I just don't like this game. I lean towards Colts. I kind of probably lean towards the over as well. But I don't like this game. Yeah, I, I'm staying away from it. It's not on my card. I lean Colts just because I they're a, like consistently okay, but the three I I hate it. I hate it. Um, yeah. But I'd rather go Colts than rely on Matt Patricia, who at this point I don't know how he's. I mean, he's winning random games, but like yes, I know the future is not Matt Patricia, and you're just wasting away Matthew Stafford. I mean, every I day that goes by is another day off his biological clock as a quarterback. <laughs> he's a stud too underrated when we look at his numbers and his like is he good enough for the hall you're like how the fuck did this Lions team not do better and then you just remember the ream of coaches they've had come through not great codwell is looking a hell of a lot better nowadays though in hindsight um talk about a fuck up (laughs) patricia and firing jim caldwell god damn ford family like I know you're trying to run that company in the ground, but you don't have to take the Lions with you. Um, <laughs> Raiders-Browns. This game, I mm-hmm. kind of love the over-on. Um, mm-hmm. Line is two and a half. Browns are favored. Over-under is 51. None of these teams like to play defense. They are allergic to defense. They are they are socially distancing. Their defense between the opposing offenses. It is <laughs> bad. I think they're both giving up plus 30 points a game. Um, and the offenses are cooking. Where do we fall on this game? <laughs> um, I'm with you on the over there. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking at the Raiders. I'm considering Raiders money line, honestly. This Browns, man, they're five and two, and they have a minus 21 point differential. That's crazy to me. I don't even know how that's possible. I know they got smoked by the Ravens, but how are you five and two and you're still minus 21 the point differential? Like, I don't even know. I don't that. know how. I actually don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible, but it is. Um, and just I know the, I know Odell wasn't playing great, but I do think his loss means something as well as I mean they lost uh, they lost Hooper. I, I just I just don't trust him here. I think um, I think the Raiders will run the ball a lot. I think Jacobs will have a big game. I, I bet they're leading Raiders in this game. Yeah, it's I'm with you. I prefer. The Raiders aren't bad. I mean, they they're not good. But the no, Browns, the Browns are weird. Like they found a consistent coach who understands what the DNA of the Browns is, which is run the ball and then that'll open up the passing game for Baker and don't put it necessarily entirely on his shoulders and you can win some football games. The problem is they don't play defense and they're starting to get banged up. Can we dispel this is one of the dumbest fucking conversations I've ever heard. It was all over ESPN. This idea that they're going to be better without Odell Beckham, like one of the best wide receivers Why? in the game. Why? Like that's if you honestly believe that, that's an indictment on how bad Baker and the head coach are. If you can't figure out how to be a good football team with one of the best wide receivers, I don't know what to tell you. Like you're not a better football team without him. That's absurd. Yeah, it's an absurd take. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> no, it's just not. That's not a take. Like it's trash. Um. Yeah, I'm with you. Raiders here, but I prefer the over. Um, that's my pick there. But uh, it's gonna be interesting. John Gruden. I don't. I think he's kind of made it to the good life. Like he's he's like the retiree who made it to Florida, and it's just like living their best life. Like I don't think oh, yeah. the Davis family is getting rid of him anytime soon. And like, what are the expectations for the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders? There's no fan base. Like who's who's gonna be chirping them in Vegas <laughs> if he's bad? 
Yeah, I totally agree. I think he's very comfortable in his job. First of all, he's like the perfect face for Vegas franchise anyway. Um, just John 100%. Gruden. He's perfect for that. Um, he's. I know he's probably. I mean, time flies by. He's probably three or four years into it already. But he signed a ten-year contract. He's not going anywhere. He's loving life. <laughs> I always forget they gave him a ten-year contract. Ten-year, hundred million-dollar contract. What the it fuck is he a college coach? Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, that's weirdest a, thing ever. That's something you give Dabo and fucking Nick Saban in college, not in the NFL. <laughs> Especially a coach that hadn't coached in 15 years. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, so dumb. Fucking A, man. That's, I mean, good for John Gruden. And whoever his agent is, I applaud you, sir. That is. Yeah. His Christmas gift that year had to, that agent's Christmas gift, John Gruden sent him, had to Dude. be immaculate. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> Or holiday gift, whatever holiday he. We got a lot of issues, but isn't America awesome? <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> oh, all right, Packers Vikings Zimmer, who looks like he's about to pull out a shotgun and start putting players down some Sundays, and then you got the Packers Raiders on his fuck you tour. The lines at six and a half, over under to fifty one. Cook is yeah. back for this. Yeah, I don't know if that ultimately changes the dynamic here. Because, like you said, the Vikings' pass defense is terrible. And I don't know if anybody's been fucking noticing. Aaron Rodgers has been slinging it around. So, doing okay. It feels like a bad, bad spot for the Vikings here. Yeah, I agree. Um, it feels like a bad spot. I understand that this isn't college football, so we're not going to get like a 10.5 spread, but yeah. I think the spread could be a little larger. Unless honestly. you're the Chief Jeff, which um, we're going to get back to in a moment. Who? Yeah, that's, yeah well, that's a college spread out there today on the yeah, NFL that's board. That's a college spread. Um, <laughs> but I think the spread could even be bigger. I, I really think that Packers will kind of own them here. I like the over. Um, and just Kirk Cousins has not done well against the Packers when he's been in a Vikings uniform. No, that's not gone very well. God, no. Yeah. Um, which is also <laughs> another hilarious signing, Kirk Cousins. Like, <laughs> Wind- oh, yeah. windows in the NFL are so small for almost every other franchise but the Patriots, and even they are seeing windows are small without Tom Brady. And they were just like, we have this great team built, this great defense. Let's go out and sign Kirk yeah. Cousins to be the quarterback and anchor of it. And they signed Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kirk Cousins, is, he's fine. but he's a great guy, it seems like. We'll but Yeah. What we're going to love about him in this game is Aaron Rodgers is going to go out there. He's probably going to sling it and go up by a lot. And Kirk Cousins is going to come back and do some garbage town touchdowns and hit our over. So that's what we like him for. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah, it probably it should have been more alarming when the dude almost missed the target on his gender reveal from like five yards out. <laughs> um, that Maybe we don't have what we need here at the quarterback position. But I like Packers here. I also, yeah, I like the over too. I mean. Both these defenses aren't great, but the Vikings especially are. And they're banged up, which hurts, but it's not good. And I don't put it on Zimmer, too. He's still, I think, no. a great coach, but it's just it's a bad spot they're in. Um, Patriots-Bills. Patriots fans are learning real quick how valuable Tom Brady was because that quarterback situation has gone sour quickly. The Bills are also not trending in the right. They were. They took off like a fucking rocket ship this year, yeah. and now they are trending not great. Josh Allen's mechanics are starting to get sloppy. His accuracy is starting to go back to what we knew. And on the Patriots' side, I mean, you're not going to sit Cam here, but, like, the fact that you had to pull him because he was having such a bad game, just for a game, but even still, is not yeah. a good sign for the longevity of the Patriots' season here. 
I agree. Yeah, the, they're learning that Tom was pretty important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Also, um, just a quick little side note, um, Washington football fans, let's stop talking about Cam Newton as a real possibility. Let's, let's just put that to the side. Um, we can revisit that as the season progresses. We'll see how he plays, but no, no. From now on, no. No Cam Newton next year. Anyways, um, <laughs> this is a game I don't, I don't like this game. Um, I don't either. Just because... Yeah, I really don't, because I don't know what to think of the Bills. They were so good, and now they're really coming back down. The Pats, they've been playing terrible. You think Bill can put together a game plan, or they could possibly win this game. I'm leaning towards New England. I don't love it, though. <laughs> but this will be a game I stay away from. And I and the total is just so low that I'm just like, scared of how low it is. <laughs> I agree. I uh. I saw that total, and I was like, Jesus. I mean, that's an indictment on how bad things have started to get, um, especially offensively for these two teams. I, I had the future bet on the Bills. I had them to win this division. Mm-hmm. I did not think things were, were going to go well for the Patriots, even with the signing of Cam, and that's sort of what we're seeing here. But I, I don't like it either. Like if, I, if you put a gun to my head and said, pick a team, I'd probably go Bills because it's so disconjointed with the Patriots right now on offense. But I stay away from it entirely. Um, yeah, I don't like it. Speaking of your Washington football team, because they don't play this week, do they? They don't buy. Yeah. yeah bye. Dwayne Haskins, where are you at with that? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> he's not it. Quick, quick pull of the plug yeah, there. I'm out. <laughs> Just yanked I'm out. it. <laughs> yep, I'm out. Uh, well, luckily you'll probably have a decent draft pick, so maybe you'll get something here in this draft. We'll see. We'll see. Unless we mess around and win the East with six wins. Dude, the the we'll winner of the East is going to be hilarious <laughs> to watch in the playoffs. <laughs> All right. Dude, I, I, let me just say one quick thing. I'll say this like a big idiot. I think I texted this the other day. We win the division. I will talk myself into believing we can beat a Chicago Bears team. I will. <laughs> I will talk myself into thinking we could beat that team. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get to them in a minute. They've got that's that's another problem problem yeah. NFL team. Um, all right, the college game of the week: Jets versus Chiefs. <laughs> the, the lines at twenty, which I you never see in the NFL. Over unders at forty nine. That is such an absurd line to see right now this week. It's crazy. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, I mean. I love when you see a spread of 20 and then a total at 49. <laughs> I think that's so funny. That's like, a great point. They just, think, they just think the Chiefs are just going to kill them and the Jets are going to score no points. Yeah, <laughs> literally nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I want to say Chiefs. I do. Um, but I could also see this really being a game where Andy Reid's like, Andy Reid's a player's coach. Andy Reid knows left out wants to kill his former team. So I could see Andy Reid running the ball a ton, and maybe they only win by 17. So, call me crazy. I think I might take plus 20. <laughs> I think I might too, because honestly, they they weren't good, but they looked more competent on offense last week. Yeah. Go figure when Adam Gase gave up the play calling. Who could have thunk <laughs> that? Um, <laughs> like, they looked a little bit more competent. And the Chiefs aren't like some lights out defense. They're good. They're much improved. Yeah. Like I keep fooling myself thinking they're the Chiefs of old, where they just like get gashed every time. They're not mm. horrendous. Um, like they're a decent defense from what I've I've seen. Can make a stop and stuff like that. But yeah, the Jets look more more 
I can't even say it. Like they just looked a little better. I'm not going to say competent because they're still not competent, but like it, it was a it was a move in the right competed. direction. Yeah, I mean, exactly. With maybe a good team, probably a good team. Yeah, God, Adam Gase. I mean, fucking a dude. That was the argument. There was the argument on ESPN this week. I saw because I had it on during when I was working. I think it was Ryan Clark. I don't know, Ryan. Sorry. Um, if I messed this up, but I think he was making the argument that if Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence should leave for the draft and he should go to the Jets because the GM's really good and they have a ton of draft picks and he's been drafting players. And my only argument about that is, well, if this fucking GM is so great, how come Adam Gase is still on the goddamn sideline? Like, what is he doing? What what leverage does he have over him? Um, but yeah, my, like- my only argument for that is that they want Trevor Lawrence, so they want to keep Adam Gase so they keep losing. That's my only... <laughs> Dude's playing 3D chess on me yeah. over here. I'm fucking playing checkers. Like, why don't you have you fired Adam Gase yet? He's like, whoa. I don't want to put some interim in and maybe light a fire on this like, team's yeah, ass. Exactly. <laughs> it's a very good tank. point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great way to tank. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to – I'm not picking this game. Like, this game will not be on the card for me at least. Right. But, yeah, I'd go Jets. Like, if you wanted to bet this game, if you're a Jets fan, yeah, I wouldn't feel horrible about putting a little cash on it to say, fuck it. This is an absurd score for a fucking NFL game. This isn't goddamn Notre Dame versus Georgia Tech at fucking noon on a Saturday. What are we doing right. here? Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Steelers-Ravens. I The line's at three and a half. Ravens are favored, which was kind of crazy to me. It's at Ravens, which it means nothing in COVID world. Like, There's no home field really advantage, I guess, outside of travel, but you're staying on the East Coast, so there's no real travel advantage there. Over-unders, 46.5. I was sort of surprised the Ravens were favored here, but I don't know how I feel about this game because obviously the Steelers have a great defense, but that offense, and it's clicking, but every week, I don't know, I go into the week going like, are they that good? Do I feel great about the Steelers' offense? Like Every week I'm just expecting something to go wrong and them to like slow down, but they still they're kind of just pumping through it. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for this game. I'm excited it's a one o'clock game and the Washington football team's not playing, so um, I'll be able to watch it. So I'm really excited about this game. Um Yeah, it's weird. The Steelers are a weird team, but no matter what, they just always have they always have weapons, they always have ridiculous wide receivers. Um, even though they're young and they're kind of no names at this point, except for Juju, honestly, who who is I think still a very good player, but who's doing the least amount. Um but just with the Steelers' pass rush and the Ravens, their offense is just—they don't know who—they don't know who the running back is. Um, Lamar is still a freak, but yeah, there might be something wrong. With him now. he's yeah. not playing as great as he was. Um, I really like the Steelers in this game. Um, I might even put some cash on the money line. Like I really do. I just—I like the Ravens. I love watching them. I love Lamar. I don't like the Ravens against really good teams. I think they just smack around the, the kind of 40 teams where they control the clock, lead the clock. But in real competitive games, I don't like the Ravens. I, I, I just don't. Yeah, I'm with you. They have yet – they still have the same problem they had last year. If they get behind, yeah. they can't catch up. And there's nothing that they have done this year to improve the offense. If anything, it's regressed, as you said. Um, the running game isn't right. Lamar doesn't seem right. Still a phenomenal player. We're like nitpicking when we're like he's not good. Yeah. Every franchise would take him outside of the Chiefs right now. Um and so 
Yeah, the offense, that's the thing. I think the Steelers, I'm with you. I'm taking the money line here on the Steelers because I'm saying screw it. Like, I don't think, if I'm going to bet them, I'm going to bet them to win because I don't I don't have a lot of faith in the Ravens here. The defenses are great, but the wide receivers, once again, we brought it up earlier. They're small. The Steelers play very physical style of defense. They want to bang with you. They're going to bring the heat. And then their offense is going. The wide receiving scouting department for the Pittsburgh Steelers, whoever's running that, Deserve to be, yeah, the fucking VP of player operations or GM at another franchise. Like, however they, I don't know how they do it, but they continue, continuously to find these gems late in the draft and in free agency. It's absurd what that scouting department has done. Um, I'm with you. Big Ben's playing really well. I did not see that coming this year. Um, we have an explanation for why his elbow and arms always fucked up from his off seasons, but he's playing well. <laughs> um, yeah. He likes him a good tug, um, but he's got this team pumping. They're going in the right direction. I'm with you. Steelers money line. Uh, I'm staying away. I'd probably go under because these games are always fucking slugfests, yes. but mm-hmm. I would rather go money line Steelers. Titans, Bengals. Lines at five and a half. Over under is 53. I fucking love this over. Um, I might hammer the fuck out of it. The Bengals cannot stop a goddamn nosebleed on defense. The rush defense is probably the worst part. And big old Derrick Henry is about to have him a fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Henry's going to eat them up. Um, I like the Bengals. I think they compete. They play hard. I, I really do. Um, but I, I can't see them covering here. I, I'm going Tennessee all the way. I also like the old home with you there. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, I, the Bengals have surprisingly been covering a lot of games. And then offense, credit to Joe Burrow, who's been getting the shit kicked out of him. Um, like Zach Taylor does, and he doesn't do enough to protect. I would honestly, it's to the point where I would either have a tight end blocking on every play or leave the running back in the backfield to try to pick up the blitzer because it is ugly, um, which definitely hinders your offense. But at this point, it's like, try not to get this kid killed because he's, he is definitely your future. Um, but he has done a good job of getting the ball out quick. The offense is explosive, but that defense is so bad. And the Titans don't play great defense either. But they're a fucking phenomenal team. Well, not phenomenal. Phenomenal is aggressive word. They're a very good team. They're like the, they're, they're in the class B. Maybe not class A. Chiefs are like class A. I'll probably put the Titans B plus. Uh, yeah. Maybe an A minus. Um, but I love the over here. Derrick Henry's about to run through them all day. Ryan Tannehill, who who go figures, a guy that leaves uh, Adam Gase, ends up being Kelvin. good. <laughs> Didn't see that on my board, but uh, he's been phenomenal. Let's talk about your fraud bears. Saints Bears, lines at five, over unders at fifty three. What is going on with the Bears? Uh, I I don't know. The Bears are weird. Do you say over under fifty three? Forty three and a half. Sorry, forty three. Okay, all right, good. Um, dude, the Bears. Uh, it's just, uh, not, I don't know how they. Sorry, what was that? Sorry, what was that? The Bears. They're five and two. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at the beginning of the year, I thought this team might win one or two games. I, I, I don't know how they're doing it. Um, they're frauds, my team. But, however, I don't even love, I don't really like the Saints this year like I used to. I actually hate this game. I would take the Saints because they are the Saints, and I just have more trust in them. But I, I don't like this game. I'm staying away from this game, I think. I hate this game. I've been super critical of the Saints, even though the numbers don't back me up as much. Like, if you were to look at the pure numbers of the Saints' offense, you'd be like, oh, Drew Brees hasn't lost a step. But then when you watch it with your eyeballs, you can tell 
Oh, that Father Time yeah. is showing up in New Orleans, but they're still producing good yardage. He's still completing a stupid amount of his passes. Um, but they're yeah, the Saints aren't. They're not right. And the Bears, yeah. this is Matt Nagy. I have a. I don't have a love hate. Why am I saying that? I'm not a Bears fan. I think Matt Nagy's an idiot. Um, <laughs> as a play caller, he's one of the dumbest play callers out there, and that's yeah. fine. I think he might be a good coach. But he is not a guy who can do both. There are maybe on one hand I can count in the NFL of guys who can do both head coaching and offensive play calling. And most of them don't do it 100% of the time throughout the games. Um, like You think Kyle Shannon, Sean McVay, they can do it. Andy Reid could do it if he wanted to. But even he yeah. doesn't do it 100% through the games. Like it's just There's too much going on. You're responsible for too many things as a head coach. It's too hard to do both. And Matt Nagy needs to get over his ego and pride and give away the play sheet because these sweeps with Cardell Patterson and the offense that, like, your quarterback is actively saying, like, he calls in plays, and I'm like, yeah, we're not fucking – that's not working. Like, I have no time. Um, That's bad. Like, that's a bad situation. You need to be the head coach and get give the play calling responsibility to your OC because he's also just bad. Like, that triple doink literally fried a circuit in his brain. Like, he continues to play as if that's the game that's happening because he can't, like you saw in the Bucks game, and I forget what other game, where, like, you just run the ball continuously, but then he passes it to try to get the first down. You're like, what are you doing? It's the end of the game. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I have no faith in that. And honestly, at this point, like, I might put Mitch Trubisky back in because at least he's a little bit more mobile and gives you some chance for a broken play. And his numbers aren't that far off of where Nick Foles is, but at least he has a little bit more mobility. Like, it's a bad situation for the Bears. They are a fraud, but the defense has been phenomenal. Um, yeah, defense is nasty. I think Hicks and Mac and the rest of the guys are starting to realize, though, that like it's all on them. And so like that's a dangerous mindset because by the time you get to the second half, that's the mindset that goes, fuck this, we're already out of it. Like, Why am I fucking busting it right now? Um, yeah. Which is dangerous. I don't like any pick here. Um, I'd probably go Saints just because the Bears are so bad now yeah um but yeah i don't like a pick here 49ers seahawks three is the line seahawks are favored here under over is 40 or 53 and a half where do you feel on this because my brain has been a fucking ping pong match back and forth on this one yeah these games are always hard they're always so tight they're always so competitive i think last year it was a three-point game and a five-point game and i mean it's always tough to say. It's because you, you, you want to pick Seattle because they have the offense, they have Russell, but they just have no defense. I mean, Kyle Shanahan looks at defense and he laughs. He laughs at that defense. <laughs> yeah. I, I predict like... So it's hard to see Seattle drop to, but I'm kind of leaning San Fran, actually. I, I, I could see a big game from like Brandon Ayuk, um, Kittle. Just, I, I just think Kyle Shanahan is going to be really creative. So I, I think I'm going to go Niners. I, I really bet against Russell, but I, I think I am this time. I really bet against Russell as well. It's you don't win. It's like the same thing in college. You don't bet against Nick Saban. You don't bet a, well. Actually, you do bet against Clemson because they're terrible covers. But like there are just certain people you don't bet against, especially Russ. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this defense, you know, we were giving Atlanta shit. They're giving up 368 yards in the through the air. Like that is. I didn't even know that was possible. Um, yeah. And for a like a play caller like Kyle Shanahan, even though he you don't look at the 49ers pass offense and go, wow, that's an elite pass offense. Um, they're putting up 244 through the air. Like He's such a dynamic call player that you do kind of lean that way, and the defense will get a stop here and there. It's 
the Seahawks are such a weird team to try to bet on because it's if you bet against them and you lose, you fucking are kicking yourself because you're like, why would I ever bet against the Seahawks? They're so electric on offense. But then when you bet on them and they actually lose, you also think, why the fuck would I bet on the Seahawks? That team is atrociously bad on defense. Like It's a lose-lose no matter which way you go. And I'd rather bet on the 49ers and pick the 49ers and be like, fuck, whatever. Seahawks just went off. Russ went off. I'm okay with that as opposed to betting on the Seahawks and then the 49ers just fucking take them to town, um, which is possible because <laughs> that defense is so bad. Yeah. And they're not going to gonna me, Dunlap either this week because he's got oh, a clear fucking, what, two weeks of C- or COVID protocol? I thought it was five days. Five days, maybe. I, uh, I think that's – Yeah. I'm thinking – I'm, like, mixing the Wisconsin and the NFL policy together. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it just for this type of game, I would expect just kind of typical Seattle. I would expect you know one minute you think you're going to win your bet, next minute you think you're going to lose your bet, next minute you're going to win your bet. Like that's just how the Seattle games go. <laughs> it's going to be a roller coaster. I feel bad for everybody in Seattle is heart disease or fucking like pacemaker. That thing must be going off constantly. It's crazy. <laughs> um, Cowboys Eagles make your eye bleed. Game of the week. The line's at nine here. Over-under's 43. Where are you at with this as an NFC East fan team? <laughs> as an NFC East fan team and a Washington football fan team, believe me when I tell you I, I know bad football. I, I do. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, that team that we played last week, I think that was the worst NFL team I've ever seen. That team was so bad. Uh, the Washington football team is terrible. I've, I have never seen uh, – I really haven't. I think that defense was about the worst defense I've ever seen. None of the players cared. You could tell in the field none of them cared. They all hate – they just hate their existence right now. I know nine's a big figure, but I'm going Philly. <laughs> have to. There's no way you can't go Philly there. I mean, that defense – you got Mike – what's his uh, – Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan rubbing Tabasco sauce in his eye in a press conference. Like, the incompetency level across the board is insane. Mike McCarthy is an idiot. Um, And there's no fight in the team. I mean, Andy Dalton legitimately got assassinated, and not a single player had issue with it. Which, there's the debate of, like, well, you got to earn the respect type of thing. But it's like, bro, one of your teammates got legitimately assassinated. It was a dirty hit. It was a very dirty hit. It was insane. And as soon as that hit happened, I were, oh, that's not good. No. Like, like could you imagine whoa. had that happened to – I'm assuming they would do something with Dak, but, like, if that had happened to, like, a Tom Brady or a Drew Brees or a Russell, that player would end up in the – like, Bostic would have been in the hospital. <laughs> like, he yeah. would have been dead. That would have been – yeah, it would have been a brawl. Oh. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's there's just no fight in this team. Zeke is way flying under the radar, I feel like, nationally, as, like, having one of the worst oh. seasons – imaginable <laughs> like he is a fumbling yeah. machine he's getting lit up on blocks he's not running the football well like it's it's a bad situation down in, in uh jerry world it's it's terrible and i i want to say you can't you can't take the over because you can't you can't expect Dallas to get 10 points you think philly's gonna get 33 i don't yeah no i would stay <laughs> way away from that Dallas get 10 like i don't, I don't know yeah, I would. I, mean, I, teased, I teased the last game that I teased on the thirty-nine. We still, we still did it over. Because Dallas did score. I did have the under that game, and goddamn, have I never felt more secure in an over/under bet? Like, sure. 
Oh my god! When it was two nothing, I was like, "Oh, money! We're so golden right now." That was such a funny score to pull up on my ESPN app. I was like, "Of course it is. I'm golden in that game. I don't even have to tune in. I have no worries about this bet." Yeah, very good. Um, all right, Monday night game, last game. My Bucks line has moved. I think I got it at eleven and a half right now. Over unders at forty five. Bucks Giants. I mean. I don't know how the Giants are. They even get off the bus. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why even show up? Um, this is gonna be bad. The win probability right now, just before the kickoff, is eighty three percent. I don't know how it's not higher, to be honest. Um, but yeah, this is a bad, this is a bad, get, bad spot for the Giants and great spot for my Bucks, who are a little banged up right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> great spot for the Bucks. Um, yeah, bad, bad spot for the Giants. You said eleven and a half. Um, yeah. That Bucks defense against like a Giants team that can score like thirteen points against bad teams. Come on, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. That's 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 Bucks. <laughs> well, not only that, but like the Giants have just in the last three games they played Dallas, Washington, and Philly. This is like going from like a hot jacuzzi and immediately jumping into like a freezing oh. cold lake. Like this is this is such an aggressive step up between your last three weeks from like those defenses to the. Bucks defense. I mean, the football team's yeah. got a good defensive line and everything, but like, just the quality of like the whole team yeah. is such an aggressive step up for Giants. That Bucks defense. I mean, that's like they'll choke you out. That's yeah. Oh, it's they're insane. Gonna, they're gonna kill. Them. Yeah, they're um, kill them. I'm putting as long as it stays within two touchdowns. I'm taking the Bucks. Um, I was making the argument last week. I. And I don't think the Bucks are there completely yet. But when I look at the Chiefs' offense, the Bucks' defense right now, and this is me being a bit of a homer, but just looking at it, it feels like the most competent defense to potentially hold them down because the linebackers are super fucking fast and they're big. Like Kelsey's going to have some issues there. The corners are playing well. The defensive line's playing well. It's a buzzsaw down in Tampa. Um, yeah, I'm very excited as a Bucks fan, as I should be because it's been miserable the last couple as of years. Should be. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the games, our cards. What I'm actually putting money on, as you know, if you've been watching the show, these are the games we're putting our money where our mouth speaks. These are the games I am currently taking. Uh, my card, I got Rams minus four over Raiders Browns at fifty one and a half. Packers minus seven. Bucks minus eleven and a half. Over under, I've got the over. Sorry, and the Titans Bengals. I've got the Steelers money line. And then I'll probably have one more game Sunday, but I haven't decided what my seventh or eighth games. I'll probably add to it, but that's what I've got as of right now when I'm I'm taking this week. I mean, uh, we don't really differ much. Um, like I literally have everything you already said, pretty much. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna add the Eagles minus nine. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely adding the Eagles, and then I'll also just add the over in the Raiders Browns. Dude, I cannot. I have very good feelings about that one. We'll see. I mean, maybe they'll absolutely shit the bed, but it's just like those two teams are both giving up plus 30 points a game. So I yeah. like I like the 51 number. Um, I like it a lot. Before we wrap this up, any other final thoughts? Not really, no. We got nothing. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good another sports week. We got Halloween, which is going to be weird this year. I don't even know. Like, as a kid, like, that's got to suck. Like, Halloween, oh, yeah. you just can't do anything. Like, I'm going to put a bowl out. I don't get many kids in my area, but, like, I'd be so devastated as like a young kid to be like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there used to be lines sometimes at people's house. Like, there can't be a line now. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, terrible. 
Um, but yeah, as always, peace. <laughs>